Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Whether topics covered are real, transparent, and truthful. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hi. Hello, Christy. We are live. We are live and we are back for episode number seven. Number seven. Lucky number seven. Absolutely. Great to be back with our podcast family this week. It is. We are back from vacation, so it's a little bittersweet. It's great to be back, but not on vacation. It is a little bittersweet. It was definitely um, a great getaway. It was. It was definitely great, and it was a getaway because we had absolutely getaway. We we had no cell service, no internet service, no any. So we planned a trip to go, and we we roll in there just at dark, and it's raining and foggy, and. We need to check in with the littles, and all of a sudden, uh, there is no service, no internet at all. No way to but check in. But there is a payphone with a dial tone. There is a payphone with a dial tone, and so why did we not use that payphone with a dial tone? Who has quarters in their pocket? We didn't have quarters. Because <laughs> you can't really do a collect call to a cell phone, can How you? How sad is that that we literally, we didn't know. We, we were so unprepared that we did not even have quarters. We we don't know no, about bring, we actually don't know about collect calls. <laughs> I, mean, I don't well, know how that works. In my logical mind, I was like, I don't think you can collect call to a cell phone. I yet. don't know how that works nowadays. Me so. either. But, but we yeah. made it. It was great. We made it. We drove back out so that we could check in with the call littles. in. Yeah. Yes, we did. But it was great. It was a great time away, and um, so we are back now though, and. It's the same as it was before we left, still raining and soggy on the farm. But I think we have like a five-day stretch with like 5% chance of rain. I was so excited about that, but now it's cloudy again. But well, we're just going to pray it doesn't rain. No yeah, rain. so um, still no vegetables unless we go the hydroponic route. <laughs> we we could maybe do could that. start doing that. That is a thought. Um, I don't know anything about that, but I don't really know anything about growing them in the dirt either so absolutely soggy <laughs> soggy soggy the fam's great though uh um we made it through testing made it through it's testing over hallelujah on, well the bigs are still working on that well yes yes but the littles made it through their testing so we're excited about that and uh they now have 10 days of school left according to ella yes brad told her that she was wrong that they had um, more school days than that left. And I said, well, actually, if you do the math, they don't have a lot more days than that. And then I said, because well, it's on the bulletin board. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, wrong here. the teacher. And so we did the math and, and she was right. It was like, yeah. So we're excited to be with you today. Bree and Aaron, thank you for being here to help make this successful. Uh, what Possible. a great, what a great week from our podcast audience of our family out there, man. Y'all got, y'all gave us a lot of great feedback. A lot of shout outs too. Week, a lot of shout outs. We, we, that uh, was thank fun. you for sharing our podcast and, uh, man, we are only 879 <laughs> to be exact away from someone getting AirPods. AirPods. Yes. Eight hundred and seventy nine is that eight hundred and seventy nine because we went from fifteen sixty one to sixteen twenty one. So, so we had sixty new people this week. Great job! Yeah, that's all. That's awesome. Um, so we're excited about that, and um, 
you're sharing it. You're doing a great job. Thank you. We hope this is, thank you for just giving us feedback, giving us topics. Uh, we got a new topic literally right before we started this from Aaron. Can we do an episode on customer service? <laughs> and so, uh, and the lack thereof. And the lack thereof. The lack thereof. Uh, thank you for yes. giving us those topics and uh, then for giving us feedback uh, when we see you guys. It's always encouraging. So, um, anyway. So we're excited. 879 away from it. We did not That's get right. the map posted, though. Bree, what oh, happened with oh, that? Oh, no. It's okay. It's okay, okay because we had a lot of pictures. I mean, you know, we are spanning a lot of years because we've been married for 10 years, but um, a lot of people are like, wait, this is older than a 10-year picture when they saw the picture. We um, were kids. We were kids way back in the 1990s. That Brad would be and 1990 I, and 1991. Church yeah. camp romance, baby. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Preacher brings that out. But we did meet at church camp. Um and when we, she came walking across those grounds of Glorietta. Oh my goodness. Be still my heart. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Um we met at church camp and we um we actually ended up going to our senior proms together. He came to Mississippi to my prom, which is the picture that you saw if you saw the picture. And then I came to Louisiana to his prom, which... We'll have to find that picture because you was rocking out those pink dyed <laughs> shoes. And so, okay. you know, that was a big Just thing for the record, the that was a thing then. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll find so, it yeah. and try to post it um, as well. Anyway, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, we've known each other for a very long time. So we have, we have known each other a long time. Um, some people were surprised by this fact, apparently, but we have known each other longer than, than the 10 or 12 years Um that we've been talking about, we we knew each other way back when, and way then back we when. we didn't keep in touch for a long time, and then we did. When and I got wore married. younger man's clothes, yes, there you go. We'll just stop there. <laughs> you're such a dad, Brad. Bree says you're such a dad, Brad. All right. So, um, okay. So, what else is going on in our lives? So, uh, man, we're just getting ready for the summer. I mean, we're anticipating it. Uh, a lot of great things. We have a, a family trip coming up soon, and uh, we do. Man, we hope that you have a family trip plan to go and make some memories. My word of encouragement for you guys out there is: slow down, make some memories. They're the they're they are what last. That is true. Um, we made memories on our this past weekend vacation. We were hikers nine miles, <laughs> and these on are purpose. These are impressive miles because it it's not like nine miles. Um, we it wasn't we, nine miles at one time either. Now we, no, but it it wasn't nine miles of just flat surface either. No. It was we were at the um couldn't the, preach Sunday. I the first get my, day as the twins say, I couldn't get my soccer kit going when I was preaching because the, my calves and thigh muscles were too sore we were but we were at the um ozark mountains and we were also in the washita mountains Correct. um for the two different times we we did hike and and mountain hiking is not like flat hiking it, it takes a little bit and i will say devil's den did not disappoint because it, every it hike not. we went on there was something worth seeing something that was unique to that particular place. So I'm going to shout out again to our friend Mara, who loves to go hiking, and she loves to go to... We went to State Park. Well, we went to a state park and, and a, a national, national park. park. Um, and Check so it off, Mara. We got another one. We uh, we went to... Um, Devil's Den is a state park in Arkansas, and then we went to um, Hot Springs National, national park. park. 
Which also we had in been Arkansas. to Hot Springs many a time, but we had never been into the national park. We had not. Um, Outside we, the little national park trail behind the bathhouses there. Yes, but we did the actual, like, in the park, up the mountain, like, serious up there in the mountain. Like, you walk up that mountain. And um, it was great. It was great. We we are hikers. We have, we we told the twins, we are hikers. And we they, I don't think. sticks. This is what made Brad made it official, official. to Brad. It's official. It was no longer just picking a limb up that we found <laughs> on the trail that tried to get us through. So we we actually we did invest money. Invested now money. you know they were they were dollar store hiking sticks, but they made it. They were great and they were wonderful. They were Walmart. We, well, they were Walmart. Oh, that not. That. And the highlight of Christie's trip, I mean, outside that was pretty good overlook and and things at Devil's Den. But she found a dollar store, <laughs> fresh market. Hey, Bri, dollar. I'm gonna send you the picture right now to post. <laughs> dollar General has markets. Does anybody market. else Did know anybody this know fact? That? I mean, like no. you talk about Did was you know living no. large. And we drove by it. I was like, "Did that say market? Oh my gosh!" But yeah, I think we were on the phone with Abby. We were like, "We gotta go. We gotta go investigate this market." So we did, and, and it was great. It's very cool. Dollar General So market. be looking for this picture. Give us your thoughts and comments from it when you see it on our social media page. And let us know what you think about Christy's enthusiasm about the Dollar General Market. I was excited about the Dollar General Market, but moving on. Yeah, I have a lot to talk about today. So and I do not want to run long again this week like we did last week. So uh, let me get right to this topic today because I want to talk to our family along with Christy about the balanced life. And really, I'd like to kind of navigate this conversation today because when you think about the balanced life, there is no greater balancing magicians than moms. Amen. Hats off to you moms. Christy, it is unbelievable what you do. Statistics say, um, they say that the average, like if a preacher preaches one sermon, it's like working eight hours at a regular job, like the toll that it takes on you mentally and physically. And it says that being a mom is the equivalent to holding down two and a half jobs. I believe it. All the time. It has nothing to do with your secular work. That's right. And so when we think about this and the balanced life, I mean, who are great? There, there's no one greater. Moms do so much and um, all that they do. And, man, when we think about. And we make it look easy. You make it look so easy <laughs> and so beautiful. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get your points in. Yeah, like ballet. About exactly. points in scoring I am. So yeah. uh, so when we think about this, it's, it's amazing what moms do. And we take it for granted so much as dads. Um, how they put us first so many times and they're running and juggling and, and, um, you know, guys, we have to be careful that we don't become, um, uh, not team players. Expectant. Expectant of them to do everything. Expectant. Well, it's one thing to be expectant of it, but to be unappreciative of the fact that, you know. We are taking five minutes to ourselves. We deserve it. But, yes, moms do. And, and the reason, obviously, well, the one of the reasons that we are doing this um, topic today is because it's Mother's Day weekend. So if it is, if you happen to get this podcast right when it comes out, call your mom, tell her you love her, do something like that. 
Ca- grab a card, stick it in the mail if you have time. Because she did a lot of balancing for you. To get you where you are, she did. That is true. So, uh, you know, here's a conversation I'd like to have, because this is the time of the year where everybody's like the Proverbs 31 woman. And, you know, I have preached from this verse, and I have never really looked at it from the lens that I've been looking at it lately. But when you think about it, it starts out by saying, who can find a capable wife in Proverbs 31? And so I want to just go through this proverb today, and I want to ask Christy questions about it. So it starts out by saying, who can find this capable wife? Because she is far more precious than any jewels that you can ever find. And so it starts out by giving us her first job, which is the spouse. And it says, the heart of her husband trusts in her. And because he trusts in her, he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. How do you know you got a Proverbs 31 woman? Well, if she's trying to sabotage you, she may not be. But you know when you have a phenomenal spouse and wife that they put us first so many times. And then, you know, my wife said... um, that I'm a vacation Nazi on the last episode, <laughs> and that really cut deep. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll apologize. I'm wounded. Okay. No, but you know why? Because, uh, you know, I have this thing planned, and we talked about that expectations versus reality, the right. episode. And so I have this planned out in my mind. But there were several things that we wanted to do. Christy wanted to do one thing on our vacation. She wanted to go hiking. We did it. And we did it many times. <laughs> I wanted to do something like I wanted to rent a UTV and go ride the trails in Devil's Den and that area, Mena, Arkansas, and view it from that. If we could not find a UTV to rent, then I wanted to rent a slingshot and get on the open road and ride around because Christy would never ride on two wheels with me. But she did agree to get in the slingshot, which was three wheels. And so we tried to rent one of those, could not find one of those anywhere in the state of Arkansas to rent. And so then <laughs> the last one thing, it's just not well, it was not open. where we were. Well, it was in Hot Springs, but it was not open. You remember? Oh, that's right. It was and so then the last thing that I wanted to do, I said, by the time we get through all this hiking, let's just go get a couple's massage. Didn't happen. <laughs> Didn't happen. So. You know, I I had three things that was my expectation, and the reality is I got none of them, but I was a trooper. (laughs) He was a trooper. I had to be a trooper because you called me a vacation Nazi. Because he knew I would call him out on the podcast. But it's. So I got the preemptive strike on that. Right. You did. You did. He tried very hard not to complain. But. I think that, that that's a good thing, though. See, you're learning from this experience, Brad. Good job. Absolutely. So proud. Because the other time that we went hiking with Bruce O'Dell and his family, there was a whole lot of complaining going on with me. So. <laughs> that was a very true statement. Uh, that's, that's but here's what I learned, okay? Here's what I have learned about this. If you want to see the great stuff, you got to get off the main path. And hike. And most of it is a hike away. That's right. Off the beaten path. So it says here, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Christy? She, tr- my, Her husband trusts in, in him. The well, spouse. So. The first job is a spouse. I, I hope so. When you, when you walk through that, not only is she a spouse, but she's a shopper. The next verse says she selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. And she's like the merchant ships bringing her food from far away. That's literally true today with HelloFresh. 
<laughs> no, she's not the shopper. Hello Fresh brings it to her. Well, but, but so, she normally she goes it. and does the selection of that yes. and orders online and shops and goes and picks up or has it delivered to her her address now. But so her second job is, you know, and we take this for granted. Spouse, you know, the, the balancing act for moms that there's always going to be groceries. And then I just want to get aggravated when she wants to ask me, what do I need her to get from the store? I'm like, I don't know. Just get it because I expect it to be there when I want it. And I, you're, you're so awesome in that area <laughs> for taking care of that. There's two things you I struggle with. That. You know, I, I don't know what I want to wear the day before. Like yes. I need to know in the moment that we, morning. We pack our whole closet. And and then you know I'm not that person that can lay out the night before. And and I don't know what I want to eat the night before. And we don't meal plan. <laughs> That's and what so um, we take our whole closet. But Christy does a phenomenal job of shopping. Moms, you do so much. You know uh, to balance being a supportive spouse. And so that your husband has great peace and great respect. And then you're the shopper. And then on top of the shopper, you got to go home and be the homemaker. It says she rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her servants. And so when you think about this, uh, my wife does, she normally is up for daylight. Yes, I am. And you go to bed well after. And always making sure uh, those uh, things are taken care of. And so, you know, her third job is that she's a homemaker. Christy, how do you balance all that? Shopping, homemaking, encouraging, being the cheerleader? I, I don't know. I'm, a lot of it just comes natural, I think. Like, you just have to do it. You know, somebody's got to do it. Mm. Um, so you just have to figure out and make time for and and plan, I guess. I'm, I'm actually not a planner. You've just listed off what you're not i'm not uh like i don't do a i'm gonna you know shop from you do try to meal plan 10 to 11 i do try to meal plan it does not work great in my home but we do try uh, or i do try because again you have to plan a little bit ahead mm -hmm. and stuff like that but um it's uh i don't know you just have to you do what you have to do you know because that's that's just kind of and then her fourth job is she's a businesswoman. Proverbs 31 goes on and says not only does she take care of her family in the middle of the night, uh, middle of the day, but she evaluates a field and buys it. That girl's aggressive. <laughs> she's, got, she's got things going got on. Things There's going. a lot of balls up and in the then, air. And look, she's a gardener. Her oh, fifth wow. job, she's a gardener. She sees, uh, she plants a vineyard with her earnings that she makes and she draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are very strong. Okay, I am not that person. My arms are not strong. They used to be <laughs> when you were lugging kids around. When, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did. We we actually talked about this not too long ago. I am. I used. I've wondered how did I used to love Brad, Bradley around in that baby seat. Those baby seats are heavy. And then you put the baby in them after that, and um, it multiplies. And it was no weight. big deal. I mean, it's like a newborn's mom is just stronger by nature, I think, because you have to haul the baby around and the the paraphernalia that comes with babies. Oh my goodness! Babies have a lot of stuff. Gear, gear that you never want to be without because the one time you're without, it's the one time you are really going to need that particular piece of equipment. Equipment. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's funny because I would not say right now I'm strong in my arms but I don't, but you are when you have to and you know and they say things like you know when your child is hurt you don't realize you have mm. to like carry them or you don't mind 
being the nurse or whatever you are, because I am not a very good nurse. My my nurse friends out there, I am. Um, I tell our friend not Melissa every nurse. time every time we say anything about my friend Melissa, she's a nurse, and I you know, I'm I'm so glad there are people like her, but I am not one of them. I thank God for people nurse, like nurses not. and doctors. I am not one of those people. I'm just not good with um that kind of stuff. But at the same time, when my children are sick, it's a different thing. It's a different story. And when my husband a couple of weeks ago was sick, it is a different she, story. She you did nurse, a phenomenal job nursing me back to health. Right. You have to I mean you have to do what you have to do and I would not call myself a nurse, but in a time of need, I can be. The one thought I did have, like when I was so sick, I didn't even—I was so sick I didn't even have the TV on. But when she'd bring me something, I was like, "Look at that girl go!" Like she's she was rocking it. Um, because I knew it's not her nature to be that person, to be that nursing person. But uh, you know, I guess it just happens when when you have to do it, you have to do it. Uh, the sixth job that Proverbs thirty one says that ladies have is that they're a manager. They do because it's one thing to be a business person and buy a field and sell it and make a profit, but then you got to manage all that. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. <laughs> she extends her hand to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. That is actually funny that her lamp never goes out at night. That you're talking about me being this person because yes, Lord, I Say leave it. I leave lights on in our house all night. Mm. I cannot stand for, if I get up in the middle of the night and I need to go to the other end of my house, I yes. cannot stand to not be able to see how it to get there. Always, we are Motel 6. The light is, <laughs> the always, light is on. always on. And we have had so many people like make fun of us in that. Brie, Brie makes fun of my children and people make fun of me. And um, mm. I always... Now, Brie, you were blaming me, Bree. Bree, in my defense, thank Brie, you. I'm so glad we got this cleared up. Bree is saying that she was thought it was me, and no. you're missing this apology right now because she thought I was the person that wanted the light Brad on. Brad is the person that turns every light in the house on in broad daylight. Like if he walks through but the when house, it's dark. He turns every light on, but when it's dark and we all go to bed, I I cannot stand to have to get up in the middle of the night and not be able to see where I'm going. Because the Bible says that even the dark is light to him. The Bible also says that her light, her lamp never goes out. It's biblical, Bree, it's to leave the working, light on. It's because she's working two and a half jobs. <laughs> that's right. You never know, <laughs> middle of the night. So anyway, I just think that's funny. So all you moms, you are great managers because normally in most of the relationships, it not only falls to manage the, the shopping and the gardening and all that stuff, but it falls to manage the family finances and ladies are the ones who do so well at that. And so, uh, man, the sixth job is that the seventh job is that she has a servant's heart. It says after she's through taking care of her own family, it says her hands reach out to the poor and she extends them to the needy people around her. Wow. That girl's still giving, you know? Yes. We How try. is there enough to keep going around? You just got to do it. I mean, you get it. Like we've talked about this before. You do what's important. What you list is important. That's mm -hmm. how you show. What, what do you, you value? Like. That's what, how you show week. your value. Exactly. Is you make. So make, the eighth job that you have as this super mom woman is the confidence provider. Confidence because provider. Because it says she is not afraid. For her whole house. If she's not afraid for her whole house, why does she leave the light on? 
She's okay. Read the whole thing. She is not afraid for her house when it snows. She doesn't think they're going to get cold, and she's not afraid. It's not like I'm scared because she's the dark, done her job. People. I'm not scared of the dark. I just don't like. I like to be able to see where I'm going. It's because she's done her job as a nester, and so uh, man, with that, uh, it's amazing that she provides confidence for her family. She has the confidence, and when mom is confident, everybody else is confident. Yes. You know, what do they say? Mom's happy, everybody's happy. That is what they say. Mom's not happy, nobody's happy. Dad's not happy, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but she brings about this confidence. I mean, you know, I mean, I ask Christy, what's wrong? What? I ask her, what's wrong? Well, nothing's wrong. Oh, something's wrong because the confidence is not there. You just know mm-hmm. when something's different. I mean, you know, come on. When you're, when you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now on this confidence provider, just go over the online and give us a shout out if you're a guy because you know when mom is missing the confidence, when your spouse is missing the confidence, it messes with the balance of your whole home. <laughs> okay. Great response. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't realize, I don't know that confidence, I'm missing the confidence. That's interesting. So. Sorry. She's the nester. I'm the nester. The next job. I am the nester. Ninth job. She's the nester. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Now, my wife is actually pretty good at this. Uh, I remember it shocked. uh, It actually shocked our family, my family, when they realized that you could sew and make stuff. I know. I mentioned that. It's like I, you were super, like literally, you had a superwoman. I tape. literally made uh, the comment. Well, I have a sewing machine. We might could just sew it Fix back it. up, like in front of Brad's family one time, and they were literally like just flabbergasted. They were like, "You own a sewing machine?" And you know how to use <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yes, I do. I'm, I'm, I don't know. But but the moms are the ones, and most of the times, you know, not a hundred percent, because some guys have this talent, but they're the ones that makes the house a home. I remember I remember Pastor Jimmy when Sister Anna passed away. They'd been married over 50 years and had been in ministry. And I was at his house right after that. And he said, she made this house, she made this place a home. Anna made this place a home for all these years. But this was after she had gone to be with Jesus. A week or so later, I'm sitting there. He said, she made this place a home, but now it's just a house because she's yes. not here. It's that confidence provider that the ladies provide for the home in solidifying, making it a home and not just a house. And so then her 10th job, are you tired yet? Yes. Did you realize there was this many jobs in Proverbs 31? I did not realize that. Her 10th job is that she is the center of his gravity. Her husband, it goes back to the first, her husband is known at the city gates and where he sits among the elders of the land. A man cannot sit in confidence if there's trouble at home. That's true. He cannot sit. She is not only, she not only has confidence, but she provides confidence. She provides confidence to him. We borrow, we ride on the wake of her confidence. Yes. Because you know, guys, I mean, I mean, when your wife wakes you up in the morning and has you breakfast and, man, just affirms you and respects you, because that's what the Bible says. The Bible doesn't say she has to love us. It says she has to respect us. And, and when she's respecting you, and, uh, man, you're, you, you just, 
I mean, it's like you could go, you could just walk on water. I'm not sure where you got that illustration right there because you said the man, when your husband, when you wake up in the morning, your wife has breakfast for you. I'm just going to be real here. I do not cook breakfast. That's why when you do. Very often. That's why when you do, it's like, get out of my way. I'm going to do something today. <laughs> I am uh, I'm not the, the cook very often, but definitely not breakfast because I'm more of a um, slow getting started morning. Breakfast is not a big deal to me, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't do breakfast so i'm gonna have to work on that that's gonna be my working on my um Indeed. learning from what do you think about that the podcast i agree i um i when i f- we first got married someone told me my sister-in-law actually told me that um the mom the biggest responsibility of a mom and a wife and all is to set the tone for every day and your job is not to you know to get your kids all the way through the day, but if you can get them up and get them off on the right, with the right attitude in the morning, then you can set, you don't have to be there to nitpick everything they do throughout the day, but you can send them off on the first attitude, the the best attitude possible. That's deep. So if you can start that confidence provider, if you can, yeah, if you can, and you know, you really get to mold and, and, when when she was sharing this with me, she said, "Now you know Brad will be there, and he'll he'll have a you know some, but some force on it. But you are the one that's going to decide. Brad is going to you know go from your tone. The at the time the twins were younger and smaller, and and the twins are going to plan their day, and and the tone of their day is going to be based on your tone. Now some people just get up in bad moods. You can't help that. Everybody has a day." But no matter what, how great your mom. You can have a day, but when it gets into a week, come on, people. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying, you know, just because I might be in the greatest mood and then, you know, Ella's just like having an off day or something. But in general, if the mom gets up in a good mood, the mom gets up happy and and sets the it sets the tone for everybody else in the house's day. So you're the rhythm. You're the drummer. You keep the rhythm going. Right, and and they're going to be things, you know, things are going to happen or whatever. But by the time they go out of the house, that's my job is to just be in mm. in the right frame of mind. That's good thoughts. First thing in the morning, and let them get off and go on their day. And then after that, you know, you can fall apart. You can have your moment. You can be grouchy at the you know customer service people for the rest of the day. But if you can just get that that your household off on the right foot in the morning. And that is actually a very big challenge for me because, as I say, let me repeat, I am not a morning person. She is not. I but you not. do a very good job at that. Thank you. I do try. I do try. But it is an effort. That's what I'm saying. You do actually have to put effort into it because I realize I'm not a morning <laughs> and, person. And I do my part on that because I always make sure that you have coffee that's ready that when is you true. get up. You know, that's... It's, that is true. Which he helps does. put things <laughs> in it rhythm. It helps a lot. It helps the rhythm. <laughs> it does. So, um, and then their 11th job is the entrepreneur. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants and strength and honor are her clothing. And she can laugh at the time to come. An entrepreneur. Most moms are entrepreneurs. So many moms today, if you think about it, they have all these, uh, 
Uh, they, they got, got the hustle. hustle. <laughs> they got the hustle. That's right. Just stay humble. Stay humble. Keep hustling. But, uh, uh, you know, they're always figuring out how can I earn extra money to give for my children a trip or something like that. I mean, what could she make? Camp. All the camps uh, coming up this summer. We pay for all these camps summer. at Bree and our children's and youth pastors have for us. And how can we pay for that? How can we do all this stuff? Um, how can I teach my children a work ethic? You know, to teach a work ethic, you have to have one. And uh, to have that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, The 12th job is counselor. (laughs) Wow. Mediator. You you were doing some counseling last night. Was I? I was Mm -hmm. counseling. Oh, yeah. Ella. Ella had a sad afternoon. And And, um, we did have a little counseling at um, bedtime last night. But she woke up this morning. We we, we reset the tone, and the tone was better today. The tone was better. Um, but you do have to, mm. yeah. That, and I think that's just part of you know, growing up and being. You, mm. you do have to have a counseling moment every once in a while with kids. Yes, Lord. The thirteenth job is mom. She watches over the activities of her household, and she is never idle. Amen. She is never unless idle. it's Sunday afternoon and Hallmark Channel is on. That is that is part of my planning. If you go back, part of her was to keeping planner. your rhythm. Her planner, yeah. Um, you um, you have to plan on that. And there are rules at our house. We have rules. You are not allowed. You do not have to take a nap, but you are not allowed to wake anyone else up. Or then you do have to join them for a nap. You have to take a nap with them. But the other one is I always, and this is just it's not a rule really. I always turn on the Hallmark Channel. Because yes, she does, and Brad loves it. But um, the you know Hallmark Channel, kids can watch it. People can come in. It's not going to go from a good movie to a one that my children can't hear words from and stuff like that on some it's channels. Safe. Like I can start in, start on a movie on another channel and it's okay, and then I go to sleep. Which and you I'm, wake up, and you're like, the what the world? And I wake up and there, yeah, it's horrible. So um, so Hallmark Channel is safe. And it's always going to be on again, so I can always catch it at <laughs> the second part. Um, yes, Lord. That is a habit I learned from my father. My mom always laughed and said he could sleep during the John Wayne movies because he'd seen them so many times. He knew mm. the verse that it was, I mean, the, not the verse, but the line, whatever line was in the movie. He knew what was happening. And he always slept through NASCAR, you said, but yes. he never missed a wreck. He always woke up for wrecks. That always amazed me. He could sleep through anything, but the second those two cars touched each other, he was like, who was he that? Was, who who what happened? What, what happened? happened? So, yeah. Which is also what he said about sermons. He never slept through. He never slept through a good sermon. Never slept through a good one. Nope. He has slept through many of them. <laughs> the wisdom of my father-in-law. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway. her 14th job is that she is the beauty of the family. Charm is deceitful and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Well, thank you, dear. The beauty yeah, of the, the family. You can't see it on the, I, I flipped the hair, but you can't see it on the podcast. So I remember when we got married, one of your pastor, one of your coworkers who was a pastor's wife gave you a cookbook and a, a lot, some lingerie. That's right. And she said, let's see, what did she say? <laughs> if you wear the light lingerie cookbook is not needed it doesn't matter how you cook <laughs> it does not matter how you cook that's right that is what so uh the beauty of her family she's what you know it goes back to the tone the trendsetter the confidence you know 
um, we, we actually had a request to do an episode on this. What does it mean to be confident? What does it mean to dress for success? But, you know, if someone is instilling confidence and value in who you are, then you're going to wake up ready. You're going to wake up confident. You're going to have a different countenance. You're going to want to get dressed. You're going to want to look nice. You're going to want to face the world. And so many times this mom is who does this. And it's amazing that she has so many jobs. My, if you heard that, my wife's trying to pull this up. I think she's fact-checking me here for some no, reason, like that she thinks that. this is wrong. Um, so anyway. The, I did not think it's wrong. I, I wanted to um, point some things out. Okay, end, well, go ahead. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I really point. did not mean, mean to interrupt you with my phone. My my Bible talks to me occasionally, and I honestly don't know how to make him stop. But anyway, um, a couple of things I wanted to point out about the whole um, thing about Proverbs 31, and we, we recently studied some of this in, um, in our uh, base camp that we had here at the church for women, but that... It is overwhelming. You just you just listed off thirteen things that this woman fourteen does. jobs. I'm sorry, fourteen jobs that this woman has, and it's overwhelming. It's hard to think of that. But I want you. To, I wanted to point out, and that's what I was trying to sneak and look up on, that she has helpers and she lets people help her. It does talk about how she runs her house, but in that household, she has maid servants to help her. In the vineyard, it talks about during the vineyard part. It talks about that she has helpers with her. And it also talks about she trains her children to do the work of the house. That's also in there. And you, you spoke on that a little bit. But she doesn't just, she doesn't do everything by herself. She gets help. She gets help from her children. She gets help from, you know, people that she pays to help her. And she always makes sure that they are taken care of and does pay them for their work. But my point is, Yes, moms are superwomen, and yes, moms do balance a lot, but it is okay to have help in that. Absolutely, and that is their reward. It says, give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her everywhere she goes. There you go. That's, but the, so if you're wondering, though, is it really two and a half jobs equivalent to having two and a half jobs? That's 14 different hats this woman's wearing. I believe it's two and a half. I'm thinking two and a half, maybe. And you do kind of simultaneously. Like, you don't no. swap hats and say, oh, I've got to be the merchant right now. I've got to be the shopper right now. I've got to be the center of gravity right now. I've got to, to be the confidence builder. You know, it just happens. Moms just, uh, ladies in general, weave in and out of these lanes uh, like a sports car flying through traffic, shifting gears. And uh, so nice. I like that. Couple of thank you. Couple of <laughs> thoughts here and how we can wrap this up because you may be thinking I'm not a mom. So this how does this apply to me? That's true. Well, how it applies is there's so many people who need a cheerleader who need kids who do not have an active mom in their life or need someone to come along beside them and adopt them and encourage them. And, you know, you have so much that you can do. Um, we laughed and our kids were so glad we were gone. And Christy said, should I be worried that our kids are happy that we're leaving? And I'm like, no, it means we're doing our job right. They love the adventure of they stayed um, with Bree and Ashley 
and they loved the adventure that was coming because, you know, you get in a, a, a routine. Everybody has a routine of some type, usually. And um, so the routine was going to be different. And Bree and Ashley, yeah, when it was all different. over, they said, I know I always tired. <laughs> they Because that girl, you had two and a half extra jobs that week. It's a lot. It is a lot. And there's a lot going on. And um, it, it's, it's, there's a lot, there's always something going on. People always say, oh, you have, you know, younger kids. And I, yep, we are not bored. We are never bored. 10 o'clock last night, 1030 last night, Bradley was like still playing with toys in the bed. I was like, what do you think he's doing? Brad goes, I don't know, but he's keeping rhythm. I mean, he's doing it in a rhythm because he's, he just constantly, um, he just didn't want to go to bed last night. So, so um, man, as we think about our action steps, how to help your spouse, your moms, so many single moms out there today um, trying to do this by themselves, um, what are some action steps we can do? A podcast that I like to listen to from time to time is um, by Alan Briggs. It's called The Right Side Up. And uh, he has an episode, uh, I think it's actually 195, with Megan Hyatt Miller. Hyatt Miller, sorry. And uh, she is an entrepreneur, works outside the home. And did, she did a podcast with Alan on winning at home and work. In how she is running a very successful company and business with her father. And then yet at 3 o'clock every day she stops what she's doing and her kids and her family are her number one priority. So if you're looking for other tools that may be more equipping uh, than this podcast, that's a great one uh, for moms that are trying to balance it all. Christy, you have any uh, action steps, tools we can put in some well, uh, ladies' boxes out there who are trying to balance all this? Well, I think it's important, like I said, you can have help. You do not have to do it all. You have friends that you can call on. We called on Bree and Ashley. Can you keep our kids? Because we need, you know, time ask off. Ask for help. Ask for help. And and don't be too proud to ask for help. Oh, I'm, I'm balancing it, all these balls. It is not a badge of honor for you to say, we've never left our kids with a babysitter. Right. Most it's people a think that's a sign of, of craziness. Not good health. <laughs> that's right. And so, you know, you need to get away. You need to come apart before you come apart. Come apart before you come and, apart. Um, okay. So that's nice. a good tool. Um, another tool is there's some dads out there that are single dads. And they're reading this list thinking, oh, my goodness, what in the world do I do? Uh, Kevin Lehman wrote a book that is phenomenal. Every Girl Needs a Daddy. I think he may have retitled it now. Um uh, be the daddy she needs or something like that but it is a phenomenal book uh sent this book to a single dad not long ago and i i saw him about a month afterwards and he was like thank you so much for sending me that book um because while you have a daunting task it tells us how to deal with that as dads and how yes mom may be the super person the superhero in the dynamic makeup of the family. Every kid needs a daddy. That's right. Definitely. So, so those are a couple of things. That's, uh, the, that's the Father's Day podcast. That's the Father's Day podcast. Yeah, there you go. Wait till June Wait next till month. June, come back Coming at you, dads. So any closing thoughts, Christy? No, just happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you to all the wives who are uh, ladies who are leading your homes and wearing all these hats, you truly are everyday heroes. 
So as you continue to be an entrepreneur, a manager, a business person, a mom, the center of gravity, and so on and so forth, as you are doing all these things, please stay humble and hustle really hard because your family needs you. There is no hashtag that can define a mom. Not a good, no not a good one. There's All not right. a good enough one. See you next week.